In today's training session of Hashtag Attitude Shield Mindset, we're going to talk about time and choices. Hashtag Attitude Shield. Attitude Shield. Your mental operating script rewriting program for the serial entrepreneur and those wanting to be. Now, your host, David L. Parker. Let's get this training started. Hey, welcome to today's session of Hashtag Attitude Sealed Mindset Training, the rewriting of our operating script because, hey, let's face it, if our operating script we were working on right now could take us to our ultimate goals, our ultimate targets, we'd already be there. But since we're not, we just need to readjust some of those codes, some of those standards, some of those beliefs, some of the things that get us going, keep us going, make us move forward. In today's session, we're going to talk about Time and choices, see, because we all get time and choices. So we need to be wise with both of them. We need to be wise, smart, you know, a little bit above the curve when it comes to spending your time, the who's and the what's and the when's. We also need to think about choices because the time will come up in your life. When some people will regret why they treated you wrong. Trust me, this time will actually come. Now, it's your choice how you're going to respond when that actually happens. It's your choice what you're going to do between here and there. Now, a lot of people are living a life of extremely quiet desperation. And it it truly breaks my heart. It really does. It breaks my heart because I know... They're in pain. You can see it. And why are we in so much pain? Why is the average human being today in a weird place, a place of emotional emptiness, a place of disconnection, a place of where we think that a lot of people being our friends on Facebook mean we actually have a lot of friends? How did we get here? Well, basically it's because we waste too much time doing nothing that drives us forward, and we base what we do on lack of information and lack of truly narrowing down what choices we would like to make. For example, I see people all the time, right, that are like pessimistic about what they see. So the pessimist, for example, sees difficulty in every choice that they have to make, while the opposite, the optimist, sees opportunity in every choice they get to make. I've been spending a lot of time over the last couple of weeks working on where my family and I are going to live, our new home, our new location, the things that go along with that. And sometimes I have to use hashtag attitude shield and make sure that I don't get frustrated because things aren't going as quickly as I want them to go which is connected to what I mean. We all get time and choices. Well, the choices of where I want to live have, are narrowed down. I know where, we know where the family's going. It's not a question of where we want to live. It's a question of what are we going to live in. And at this time, there isn't as many things as I would like to focus on. Now, why, why do I actually have the time right now to focus on these things? Because of choices that I made earlier on in my life. Being in my early 50s, it is a wonderful position to be in where I 
don't have to go and punch a time clock. I don't have to be responsible to a boss. I actually have the opportunity to stay home and raise the grandsons when they're not at school and be there for my wife when she has time. And she's getting ready to join me. She's retiring here shortly, which is awesome. Because, you know, the average retirement age is 67 years old in the United States. Well, I beat that by 15 years. My wife's going to beat it by even more, if you will. Now, life expectancy is 78. Right. Most people don't live much more than 10, 11 years longer than they actually retire. Right? So we work for 50 years to enjoy 11. Think about that. If you work 50 years to enjoy 11, that's just crazy. We need to start spending our time better now. We need to start enjoying life now because, you know what, nobody is guaranteed tomorrow. I'm actually surprised, believe it or not, I'll be honest with you, 120%, that my phone hasn't rung yet to tell me that my father has left this world. I'm shocked by it. Every single day that he stays here is an amazing thing. He has been through some troubled times. He's had some challenges. My mother-in-law, she's 96 years old. It's amazing what the life she has been able to live and how many years she has been retired. Now, I don't know, but I'm sure that it's pretty close to getting even for her. And my father, turning 91, you know, he's been retired about 20-something years, probably closer to 30 I think about it. Yeah, 90. Yep, about 30 years. That's that's awesome. See, we have to choose how we're going to spend our time. Who tricked us? Who who tricked you? Who taught you? Who talked you into thinking you have to work for a certain amount of time? Being able to retire is a matter of finances, not a matter of age. The age is a trick. The age is a choice. The age is a waste of time. You understand what I'm trying to tell you? How are you going to spend your life? We talked about in the last training session that we don't know how much time we actually have, but we always know how much money we actually have, right? The biggest difference between money and time is you always know how much money you have, but nobody ever knows how much time they have. So since we always know how much money we have, but we don't know anything about time, why are we wasting time? Why... Are we focused on the cubicle scheme of the job? Why are we not doing things in the cracks of time? Why are we not trying to do things? Listen, I am not trying to tell you any way, shape, or form that if you make the decision to move on to become a serial entrepreneur, that the journey is fast. I'm not going to try to tell you that writing a book takes five minutes. I am on my third draft of my book. And I probably won't complete it published level with the challenges that are in front of me right now. Probably looking at this coming summer of 2021 before it's in print. In my restaurant consulting world, where I do that when I want to do it, we're talking 14 months to build a course that's about to be launched. Now, when it's launched, it does the work. People who want to learn how to start a restaurant, they want to take the Your Restaurant Solution 
idea to plate course. They can buy that course and they can follow along. And that could be the end of that part or maybe they want more. The point of it is I spent the time and now people get to choose to take the course. You spend some time building something for the future. But remember that because you're spending time, that it's going to take a little time. Do you understand what residual income means? Now, right now you're saying, wow, he turned hard left. No, no, he didn't. He didn't turn left because hard left because time and choices are echoed by residual income. See, residual incomes means never having to start over. It means when you leave a career or a job for whatever reason, that you're not at zero, that it's a choice. It's a choice, right? And you get to make the choice because you made your income. It's residually coming in. You get to live a better life. Now, you you know I love to quote some smart people, and things have been around a long time. Yesterday, we we quoted Socrates from Bill and Ted, otherwise known as Socrates. But I want you to think about something that Marcus Aurelius said. This, to me, speaks to time and to choices strongly. And that is, think of yourself as dead. You have lived your life. Now, take what's left and live it properly. Think about what that says. Think about what this Roman said a long time ago. Consider yourself dead because your past is gone. There's no difference between what happened in your past and the millions of years before your past. They're gone. There's nothing you can do about it. Look at where you're at today. Look back across your life all the way to the day you came kicking and screaming into this world and look at that as if you lived your life. Now, let's take the rest of the time that we have left and live it properly. Make the changes right now. Make the changes. Listen, listen, hear me, hear me on this. This is the hard part. I'm going to give you a nugget here about making the changes. Changes come in small pieces. Think about it. They come in small pieces. It was like a stroke of genius when I listened to a guy talk about you don't have to be better today, but you need to be a little bit better tomorrow. And he showed, he wrote on the board, he wrote zero, zero, zero. Point zero one. And then he asks, is that a positive or negative number? Sitting in the crowd, you know, I said it's a positive number because it wasn't zero 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 point zero zero, which is your neutral number. There's no positive or negative to it. It's just there. And he said, if that is all you do, is you improve who you are, you make a good decision, you make a good choice, you spend your time a little bit better, and you take that point zero one, and you do that every single day, you increase yourself by point zero one. you will be 3.65 better at the end of the year. Now, isn't that funny? 365 days later, you will be 3.65 better. Now, 
if you take that 3.65 and you did that continuously for just 10 years, you're a third better 10 years from now than you are today. And that's taking a silly little number like .01. What if you just took .1, right, and did the same thing for a year? What do you end up with? What is .1 times 365? It's real simple, 36.5. You know what that means? If you're .1% better every single day than you were yesterday, so today, here it is, December 2nd, and I'm going to be 0.1% better of a human being, 1% better of my time, 1% better of my choices, 1% closer to my goal, 0.1% better of being in shape, 0.1% of being more intimate and friendly to my family, all those things, whatever it is I'm working on. Remember the five hobbies? If I'm 0.1% better every single day, how long does it take me to become a hundred percent better. It's not three years. It's less than three years. Because at three years, you're actually a hundred and nine point five percent better by improving point one percent more over today, over yesterday. How can you do that? It's such a small number. Attitude shield mindset training people. It's such a small number that it's not hard to get. If you didn't read a book in November, read one in December. If you read a couple of three pages every day, right? A couple of three, four pages every day, isn't that 0.1% better? If you research something about your diet and figure out something about your physique, aren't you getting 1.1% sorry, percent better? This is not a tongue twister. This is me getting you to understand that rewriting your operating script is not like downloading a new program into your laptop. It absolutely is not, right? It's learning to embrace the small changes. And sometimes this 0.1% better change is learning to destroy the idea that you have to be constantly working or grinding in order to be successful. You have to learn to embrace the concept that rest, recovery, and reflection are an extremely essential parts of the progress towards you becoming successful and living a happy life. There's a 0.1% growth right there. Just learning to destroy these concepts, these precepts, these rules that we were taught when we were young. These things that people told us that we actually sat back and think about it. They didn't work. I've taught you this before. I've talked to you this before. My father, he turned 91 this month. He went to school. He got his bachelor's degree. He went out and got a job as a chemistry teacher in high school. Then he went and got a master's degree in library science. That's like pre-IT before there was IT. And he worked for Hercules because my dad lived on the idea that if he worked hard for 40 years, 40 hours a week, that he would be successful at the end of that time. He was mistaken. As a matter of fact, so far in my life, I've met very, very few people 
that have actually worked 40 years for 40 hours a week and become successful. Because how long do people stay at jobs nowadays? People don't. Look at me. I was in the Army for 22 years and 7 months. Many weeks I worked way more than 40 hours. Many weeks I worked less than 40 hours. Many times I did a lot of things, but still it was only 22 years. And at 22 years, it helped me with a base kind of income in retirement. Doing other things have multiplied that. But none of that is connected to the 40-40 plan. None of this is connected to believing that retirement age is 67 because I don't want to spend that much time of my life away from my wife. I don't want to spend that much time of my life away from my family. I want to make choices. I want you to make choices to put in the effort now. Put in the effort to build something so that you can retire. You can relax. Now listen, I don't remember anybody, especially the guy right now, this voice, hello, this is me, saying that I want you to quit working and go sit at your house and do nothing. When I say the word retire, I talk about you have the absolute power to choose whether you get a job. My wife made me smile this morning, something fierce, ear to ear. We were talking about where we're going to live, and uh, I said, well, you know, we're not going to our favorite coffee shop in that town every day. Some days we just won't go, and she smiled at me and goes, I'm going every day because I plan on working there. Do you understand the difference? It's because she's making a choice to be active. She likes to interact with the people. She likes doing certain things. She loves coffee. She's an amazing barista. She can run that coffee shop with her eyes closed. She really could. But she's not going there looking for a paycheck. She's going there looking for interaction with people. She's making a choice to spend her time making other people smile. I don't know about you, but just grinding the espresso beans we have in our kitchen every day to prepare our coffee for the next day, just the smell of that brings back some amazing memories and and excites me for the upcoming day. Now, the choice that she's making to go and work at that coffee shop is completely hers. She's not being forced because, you know, the bill collector is calling. She's not being forced because she has to pay for medical insurance. She's made decisions in her life that have gotten her to this position. And that's what I'm trying to get you to understand, is I want you to figure out how to get your time back. I want you to make choices that will help you get free of the burdens that we get tricked into believing that life is all about. Because life is not about a burden. Who told you when you were a little kid you had to work forever? Who told you, right, that you had to do these things? Now, if you're going to change, you're going to have to be coachable. Not everyone is coachable. And you know what? You're going to have to do some work. And not everyone will do the work. Well, you know what? Just because not everyone is cultural and not everyone will do the work doesn't mean you have to be in everyone. You're unique. Your message to the world is unique. We all have a distinct, unique who we are-ness. We've talked about this before. Billions of people are living on the planet now. Billions of people have lived on the planet in the past. And nobody ever had your fingerprint. 
nobody was ever you. And just because not everyone is coachable and not everyone will do the work, don't be everyone. Don't be everyone. Be you. Make a choice. Make a choice to spend your time with the people you want to spend your time with. Now, there are people out there that you want to spend your time with that sometimes you just can't because they have to be at work. They are still waiting to make their choice. I love one of the lines in the Matrix, and that is, we can never see past the decisions we haven't made. In other words, we can never see where we're going if we're not decided where we're going to go, right? I want to close with this little thought. Life is so important. It's so beautiful. Let me ask you a question. Why do we close our eyes when we pray? When we cry? Why do we close our eyes when we dream? Why do you close your eyes when you kiss your significant other? Because we know that the most beautiful things in life are not seen, but felt by the heart. And the heart is always more connected when you make the choice to spend the time with the people that you want to be. How are you spending your time? What choices are you going to make? You've been listening to Attitude Shield, your double dose of espresso for your attitude. Check us out on Facebook and on the web at www.attitudeshield.com. Again, thanks for spending this time with us. Between now and when we talk again, keep those shields up, eyes on the target, and always be moving towards your dreams.